Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin City Music Station FM 4 Louise with you until 1 o'clock. I'm now joined by education consultant and author of Cracking the College Code, Catherine O'Connor. Hello, how are you? Hello, good evening. How are you, Louise? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. Not at all. Delighted to be invited. So a lot of people are heading back to college or going to be starting soon. What are some of the tips that we need to keep in mind when we're doing that? Well, I thought one of the first things that I talk about when we make the transition to higher level is the change in communication channels. And that's a very big thing for anybody transitioning from the second level system to the third level system. Mm -hmm. The communication rests with the student and the organization. So really, parents are out of the picture. And that's one of the biggest issues, both for parents and students. Because the students, while they love that, it's it's a daunting experience to start off with. And then parents feel that they're losing kind of control and everything. So it's very important that the students realize that going back in, when they encounter problems, they have to solve them themselves. Mm-hmm. And some of the biggest issues that arise in this transition is, you know, will they fit in socially? Will they fit in academically? Are they financially ready for it? And, you know, this whole thing of learning independently, this scholarly learning that's expected when they go into third level. And I suppose, you know, the pandemic hasn't helped matters insofar as the socialisation with students uh, in the last two years has been little or nothing. And we actually have a double problem going back to uh, college this year because the current uh, or the, the first years of last year are now the second years. Mm-hmm. And yet they haven't been exposed to the um, traditional sort of social outlets and, and experiences that usually first years would get. So we kind of have mature first years and we have the original first years, if you know what I mean, coming yeah. into the system. That's the thing. And it must be very strange to be going in. Obviously, you've seen your class on a screen and now they're going to be in front of you. So it's going to be a strange, as you say, transition to kind of deal with that, really, isn't it? It will, and it'll be gradual. In some colleges, they're moving quicker on this yeah. than others. And But I would expect that by Christmas, most colleges will have a lot of their learning back in person and in theatres. But I suppose coming back to what you were asking me about, what tips kind of could I give to, mm. to students starting off? I suppose one of the biggest things might be that they have to take ownership and responsibility for their own learning. Mm-hmm. It's their own path, and that's one of the things that, you know, uh, I think students find it difficult to get their head quite around that. They also need to believe in their own ability. As students, they have got got here, and congratulations to both students and parents in these trying times mm-hmm. to have come to the situation where they're now embarking on a wonderful journey of learning wherever, at whatever uh, chosen institution. So I, a big tip I give to all students, and it's a very simple one, 
Every course has a handbook. Read that handbook and read it very carefully. All the rules are in there. And rules of university and higher education mean rules. Unlike school, they can't be changed and moved around and deadlines changed and all of that. Mm -hmm. They're quite rigid and quite set in stone. And again, to start your academic year being organised, being organised about your attending lectures, your notes on your lectures, uh, getting involved in all tutorials and study groups and finding out the academic demands that are on your course and backing up your work. That's really, really important. A lot of students um, fail assignments simply because they haven't backed up work and then their computer crashes or whatever. So simple things like that. I would also say it's important that the student gets to know himself or herself well, mm-hmm. know how they are within their physical, mental, emotional surroundings, how they communicate with others, where they feel comfortable, where they feel threatened, and that it's okay to go out there and ask for help. And there's loads of help in third-level institutions and higher education in Ireland. You know, it's there's huge help for disabilities, for learning issues, um, whether it's team working and learning or exam mm-hmm. preparation or library use, it's out there. So go and use the facilities is what I say to people. And I write about this quite a lot between the two books, Cracking the College Code and my latest book, Surviving Your First Year at University, which has just been published by McGraw-Hill, which is seen as, as a, a great handbook and almost Bible for for navigating your way around uh, third level. Again, going back to um, the issue of independent learning, a lot of people are frightened by that. A lot of students are frightened by it. But I would say don't be frightened by it. The first few weeks may be very difficult settling in. You may feel that you're on the wrong course. You may feel you're in the wrong subject. You You may feel just absolutely swamped with all the information coming your way. But I would say stick it out and hang in there and talk to your peers, get involved in study groups and, you know, let things settle down. One of the biggest mistakes students can make is five to six weeks into the semester, they can suddenly turn around and say, oh, I'm not attending. And that's the worst thing that can happen because the academic year is broken down into two semesters, 12 weeks and 12 weeks plus a couple of weeks for for exam and study. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that the students often on week five turn around and say, oh, I'm not going in there anymore. And then they might return on week eight and suddenly they're talking about examinations and giving exam exam tips and whatever. So the student is even more floundering at that stage. So I would just say stick with things, read the handbook, read it carefully and read it several times because it will give you different information at different stages of your learning and you will see different things at different stages. Really important to know that there's help out there. Help is everywhere. And there is a transition period in colleges. Like if, you know, for the first couple of weeks, they will allow for if you get lost or, you know, things like that, they will allow for it to a certain extent. Well, uh, they will and they won't is, is the bottom line. It's, it's up to the student to understand where say, the lecture theatres are. Hence, I would say the handbook is a very important part of this learning journey and you know that they go around the campus and they find the buildings and they find the buildings in time before their lectures where it's the physical setup obviously if it's online it's entirely different at the moment mm-hmm. but once you get back in on the campus 
find out where the east end of campus is or the west end because it could mean a 10, 15 minute walk and you mightn't have allowed yourself uh, the time for that. And, you know, it could be uh, building A and building B and, and they might be at totally different spots on the campus too. So um, it, it's just important to get the, the geographical uh, sense of, of where you are as well as the academic and social sense. And then we go back into sort of the social aspect of things. And, and I think we all have suffered this somewhat in the pandemic, but we're not quite uh, the social beings we used to be. And we're kind of getting a little bit introverted. And we all need this social interaction, and particularly at the young age, to develop and grow and make friends, friends that will be with them for lives. And, and this is so important in anybody's development. Mm-hmm. And I would say to students, go to the Students' Union, find out what's on. There are loads of societies set up for the personal and professional development of the student body attending. And they're wonderful. And once you get involved, it, it, things really um, fall into place and, and you meet like-minded people and you begin to settle in and really enjoy the experience, both from the social and the academic perspective. Yeah, and I think a lot of college actually stepped up over the past 18 months or so and have done a lot of the... I suppose, the groups and that online as well. So there has been an element of it, just not in person. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. They're, they've, they've been trying their best, I think, on all sides yeah. to try and help people out. Another thing that I often say, you know, I, I give talks around the country to parent and student groups and, and universities and higher education bodies. I, I talk a lot about minding the body as well. It's very yeah. important to have a good diet and to have good sleep patterns because this often leads to anxiety and mental health issues. And that, you know, while technology is wonderful, it's an enabler, but it can also be a disabler. And it's important that we know, put down the device before you go to bed and try and sleep through the night without uh, consulting the device. We're all guilty of sending the text Mm -hmm. and the email very late into the night and the morning. But really, good sleep hygiene is essential for the student and particularly today with all the pressures that they're facing and and that they have faced in the last two years. Absolutely, absolutely. And as you say, we're all guilty of that. I still do it. I'm still trying to get get out of it, out of that habit. It's definitely a habit. (laughs) Exactly. Amazing. So how can people keep up to date what you're up to and also find out more about your books? You can find out everything on my website. It's katherineoconnor.ie and that's it. Uh, no apostrophe, so it's just C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-O-C-O-N-N-O-R.ie. Everything about my books, about um, my blog is there and my motivational talks and various other educational services that I provide. Amazing, Catherine. Thank you so much for taking the time. And can I just say to all the young people out there, go for it enjoy it Mm. and congratulate yourself give yourself a little tap on the back for getting this far it will be great just keep focused this is it absolutely absolutely thank you so much not at all FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. hold up what was that boring no flavour that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 